Welcome back to the main event with Joe, Ben, and Griff. Ben's actually here this week. Woo! Woo! He's back. Get him glad, on set. glad to have you back. Yeah. How's your week been, guys? How's your week been? It was up. It was pretty good up until Saturday night. Oh, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> not, not, not happy with the result. I was at Brivey for the weekend. Yeah, how was that? I was excellent. Excellent. Uh, you were I, there for a training camp, is that right? Uh, it was for our pre-season camp, for, pre-season camp yeah. for footy, yeah. Uh, we all just uh, drank a lot, so uh, I don't really remember much of it. But <laughs> Yeah, you're saying you didn't remember the uh, the second half of the yeah. game, so it's probably kudos to you. You're probably like, oh, oh even about, score at half-time, you beauty. <laughs> uh, oh, we're drawing at half-time. This is fine. This is great. I <laughs> did not watch the rest of it. All right, uh, so, um, yeah, so where were you guys on the weekend watching the footy? Well, me, I was just at home. Um, yeah, couldn't get to the game, unfortunately, but uh, watched it pretty late, and uh, it was a hard watch. What about you, Ben? Definitely hard. Yeah, mate. I was also on the couch. Yeah. Um, I, I checked the scores before I put the kids to sleep, uh. and I was like, you beauty, three <laughs> you quick beauty. ones, yeah. you magical thing. I was yeah. like, it's going to be an easy walkover. Looking forward to a, you know, a big win, and I come down at about, I don't know, I think it was 8 o'clock or something when I got the kids to sleep, and I was just like, all right. Turn it on. It was we were, you know, I think we were twenty behind or something mm-hmm. leading into half time. Then we made the comeback. So I was like, oh, you know, it's all looking comeback, up. And then yeah. yeah, the rest of my night was pretty depressing to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty depressing, really. Yeah. Mm. But you know, what are you going to do, boys? Well, I guess you're just going to uh, move on to next week. But yeah, there's um, been a lot of negativity on social media regarding the Lions as well. Yeah, I think we'll get into it later. But yeah, we'll get into that a little yeah. later. But like, we need, everyone needs lot. to take a chill pill. Yeah, yeah. just we calm down. Yeah, it's round one. I was, I was reading some of the things that people were posting. I was like, calm down. Yeah. It's just round one. It's fine. Yeah. Did There's you comment, Jack? Fun, Jack. Jack. Joe? Oh, not Jack. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Did you did you comment? Were you getting amongst it? Uh, I was kind of just like uh, defending the boys, honestly. Um, I just I just thought it was a bit unfair what people were saying about the team and all that. Like, it's round one. Not really gonna kick. You want them to win, but like obviously it's going to be. We always start slow in the season. I think the last time we actually got a good win in round one was probably against West Coast in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking that the other day because I know last year we lost the first. We lost one the Hawthorne. You yeah. know, we win everything else except for two games, mm. something like that. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just like Fagan's, you know, yeah, lulling his no, team false into sense of false security. sense of security, mm. and then we yeah. get everyone on the outside. <laughs> we all we make everyone think that we're out of form. Then next week, Danaher kicks ten. That's what's going to happen. I feel like you're reflecting uh, probably the the general perception that Danaher <laughs> is the saviour, mate. Uh, I, I'm actually going to talk about it later. I don't think he is. but oh. I'll talk okay. about it a little later, but that's just a little sneak peek. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, mate. So, yeah, we're going to so go the good, bad, and the ugly. The good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, you gave me the hard task, the good. <laughs> the good. I walked in today and I'm like looking at the script and I'm like, Ben <laughs> oh, Ben's got the good, good slash positive points from the weekend. So. I saw you got about 12 notes to scribble down. So yeah, well mate. We're just um, glad it's over. We're just glad it's over. That's good. Yeah, it's over. exactly. No, to be honest, I mean, the fast start, that's good. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. good from the boys. We started really well. Really yeah. well. So, straight out of the centre. And I think, um, you know, our centre, centre clearance work was really solid. Like a lot of our, mm. our goals were just coming, you know, us walking straight out of the centre, centre bounce and, Definitely. and kicking a goal. Like mm. it'd usually be within 15 seconds of the bounce happening. So mm. that's usually how we go. But like, you know, obviously later in the game, it <laughs> didn't work out that way. But yeah, we're not into the bad yet, Joe. Yeah. We're not into the <laughs> oh, bad yet. Oh, there's <laughs> so much bad to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Look, Zach Bailey um, had a pretty good game. He was uh, relatively solid. I think, you know, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. And I might as well just talk about it now. Yeah. But he's one of those like 50-50 players, right? Mm. He's like line breaking. He takes the game on. And when it works, it's amazing. But I reckon half the time, he's also getting caught. Like he'll yeah. be trying to like do yeah. the fend or whatever it is. He doesn't really have the body type he's for the small. fend. Yeah. But he's yeah. like, he tries to go like barge in and stuff like that. So, you know, he had a good night, kicked his three goals. But, but he there, also had, there was I think definitely was... times where he could have passed it off instead of trying to just weave through like he usually does. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. With Zach Bailey, it's a bit of, you know, take the good with the bad a little yeah. bit because you don't want it to, to dull those instincts. And maybe it is like knowing the time when to hand it off and hopefully mm. he'll learn that. Um, but he had, I think it was like, well, he had a match high um, freeze against. So, he mm. was either getting caught or like some clumsy stuff. Which oh, definitely. <laughs> is maybe we just got to, you know, take the good with the bad. But at the end of the day, in a pretty dour evening, mm. you know, he did a couple of game-breaking stuff, which was mm. pretty solid. Um, uh, just on that point, one, obviously real shining light, but I did have a look at his statistics, and one thing that really stood out for me is that of the 16 possessions he had, he had seven turnovers. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a little frightening to know that half, nearly half of his possessions he's turning mm. over, but I guess let's say positive, he's obviously got a lot of upside to him. Mm. Um, it's just a matter, I guess, if he can have that consistency across the four quarters, because 
as we saw when our midfield brigade is down a little bit, it's players like Zach and that that we probably need to step up and um, and play a bigger role. Definitely. Yeah, it's a bit hot and cold. Like, I felt a bit weird giving him the good because obviously I knew there was those bads, but that's a good pickup, Griff. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, those yeah. statistics. I did my research, man. Like seven oh, turnovers is like, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it definitely is in the long run. Well, he wasn't the only one. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of players had yeah. turnovers, but yeah. I just, yeah, because I wanted to see, like, okay, so how much influence did Zach actually have? Because he had that hot start, had those two quick goals. Yeah. But then did he go missing for the rest of the game? So I watched the second half when I got back. <laughs> So I didn't. I did have disappointment the next day. He went missing in the second half. Yeah, he yeah. Might, but I also I just a lot of them did. Yeah, yeah, everyone did. Yeah, I, I did notice him in the second half. But it was always giving away freeze. That's where yeah. like, my gut was like, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, Zachy, Zachy, yeah. mate. Um, you know, it's good to see Joey Danaher getting a goal nice and early. Like he's, mm. the rest of his game wasn't that great, but you know, he got on the scoreboard early. What, what do we think of the celebration? I know he caught a little heat about that. The, Jersey. Kane Corns. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> he got a bit of heat saying, oh. He done that at Essendon. Yeah, now he's doing it at Brisbane. Now he's doing it at like, Brisbane, yeah. His first goal for his new yeah. team. Like, come on. Like, we need characters a bit of passion. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. At least uh, he didn't do the um, sitting on the, the fence behind the goals. <laughs> Did you say that from last year? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That was the other 21 players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I did like uh, Jared Berry's goal in the third quarter. Mm. It was like a bit of a breakaway goal and like smashed it from 50. Because I know we were talking about you know, last week yeah, how he yeah. can't <laughs> kick, he's get the jitters and all that. But he wouldn't have had any time to think about it. But that was a pretty exciting goal. And you're like, mm. could it be? Are we turning it around? Um, then no. No. No, no not at all. Didn't. But, you know, it was one of those moments where it could have been a tipping moment, but we just didn't get our life together. Mm. But I don't have any other goods. Do you have any goods, Griff? Not really. Uh, yeah, probably only a good bit. Is that maybe footy's back? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. just but, go with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The other yeah. thing, obviously, um, Harry Sharp getting his debut. debut yeah. yeah, like that That's is good. good news. I predicted it. Yeah, at least, he, at least he was in the 22 and not like... <laughs> It was yeah, the Hawthorne player sub, where whatever. he was a sub and yeah. a class as a debut, even though mm. he didn't come on. That is, come on, that yeah, that's ridiculous. BS. That's, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think. I think that's stupid that that person gets a game on their on their record and they didn't actually play. Yeah, yeah. like I know Gold Coast had to um, activate their sub with uh, Matt Rowell going down. Yeah, mm. and I feel so bad for him. Like um, he's such a great talent, and he's just getting season long injuries mm. two seasons in a row. First Rainer and now Rowell. Yeah. It's just is this ACL? Is it? No, uh, PCL. Nah, PCL, is it? PCL, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, it's a bit sad. You don't want to see that for the young blokes. So we have any more bad we're going to talk about? Oh, there's so much you can talk there's about There's so here. much to talk about. We can go on and on about mm. how bad it was. But one I wanted to pull up was probably not many people were really talking about. And one thing that really frustrated me in the coverage watching was Daniel Rich's accountability. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of times in the first half, I think even in the first quarter, where he had the decision to make on whether he wanted to go back harder, push back harder and try and fill that gap in inside 50, but I think just took a bit of an easier option mm. and just stayed uh, around the 50 mark and it left a couple of this ones like young, uh, small forwards out, open, easy goal. Mm. Uh, they had something like, I think the Swans had something like 20-odd marks inside 50. 23 to, to 5. 23 to 5. Something like, like that. That's unheard of. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. something I'm going to talk about in the ugly. Why don't we just go straight to the ugly? They kind of merge together, yeah, I guess. Straight to yeah. the ugly. We yeah. let we let the Spons youngsters get on top of us, and our back our backline was pretty experienced as well. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to talk about later and what grind your gears, but uh, Birchall's just been horrible. I don't like. I, you guys know my thoughts on Birchall, and um, yeah, he was just he was poor last um, the other night. I was going to say last night, but it wasn't last night. It was a Saturday night, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think as much as the deep, like, like Harris was down, mm. Jack Payne was exposed a little bit. Uh, Sarch even looked like mm. um, he hasn't uh, hasn't continued on from last year mm. just yet. But honestly, it's the it's the running from our midfield. Mm. Uh, no one wanted to push back as hard as what uh, they're supposed to, and I also think that the style that the Lions play in terms of this uh, zone defense. I think with the new rules and the way the game's been playing, from what I saw over the weekend... I'm going to get exploited. I think we're going to get exploited. Mm. And I think, mm. depending on how we go over the next couple of weeks, I don't think it's going to be much of an issue against Geelong because they play a similar style. Mm. But against these teams like Port Adelaide, that run and gun, uh, like to handball a lot, I'm really worried about mm. our zone defence and the way that we play. I just don't think we're going to have like uh, Harris Andrews at the back that's going to be able to... Uh, you know, punch those balls away when they come in tall. I think teams are going to figure us out pretty quickly like the Swans did on the weekend. The Suns exposed us in preseason as well. Yeah, with it, that. yeah, for, for a patch there too, yeah. So mm. it really comes down to dominating the midfield. We mm. were losing it in the midfield and then we were on the back foot for the virtually for most of the game. Uh, on yeah. paper, we have one of the best midfields in the AFL. 
That's just on paper. On the weekend, it wasn't the case, but uh, Lockie Neal had 24 disposals throughout the entire game. But how much impact? And I think yeah. of those 24, I think 18 of them were handballs. Mm. You know, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's just. Uh, I didn't look too deep into the stats for for him, but um, you know he's usually going up high twenties or low thirties. Yeah, having twenty four just doesn't seem right. No, it's. It, I think it's a different game this year. Yeah, yeah definitely. It is. I think it's going to be a completely different game because essentially, as soon as you mark the ball, it's like eighteen on seventeen. Mm-hmm. And um, how do how do you have the stand right. um stand from the umpires this weekend? I didn't, notice it. I didn't think it was as bad, actually. I think maybe they were just like really instilling it in the players in the mm. preseason. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we saw any controversial fifty meter penalties for it. So I think so. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a winner. Um, I have another ugly though. If, if it's a, yeah, go for it. Yeah. The, the skills. I know we're talking a bit about defense, yeah. though, but the skills on a Saturday night where it's a bit dewy, humidity, and then the rain obviously come was just woeful. Mm. And which makes me bring up another point is that. Um, through the week, it's hard to believe that actually, obviously because it's cricket season, and I'm sorry I'm having to go at the cricket here, Ben, because I know you love your cricket. Cover your ears, Ben. <laughs> but the Lions only got to train on the Gabba for the first time in the off-season during the week, just once, and yet they do it in the daytime. Yet, I think this year, I think we're playing probably a majority of our games at night, mm. which makes me think, why are we not training at night time? Mm. Yeah, because they they don't look like they were switched on or the skills just weren't up to scratch of what they've been in the past. And I heard that Collingwood have been actually um, uh, been training at night time to get ready for it too. Mm. I just think that we have to be outside the square a little bit and start training a bit more night. Does any of you guys have a... Especially because we have a Friday night game coming up against Geelong. Well, I think most of our games are. All of our games are at night. So, I mean, it would make sense to be training at night if that's when the game conditions are going to be because it's like everything is different at night time. Especially up here in Brizzy. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. I'm not keeping up with the training. Maybe mm. maybe you are. But I would, I'm surprised that we wouldn't be if that's when our games are going to be played. Like, Fags is usually pretty, like, you know, match simulation mm. as much mm. as possible. Yeah. Um, so I just, I don't know if it's just like, yeah, access or whatever yeah. it might be. But that surprised me, surprises me if that's what they're mm. practicing in and the conditions are going to be completely different when they get out there. And, and then Harry Sharp could at least attend every training session. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually back this up as well because I do a lot of my training for footy at night. Yeah. When I come to a day game, I'm absolutely stuffed. I can't run an entire game. So, yeah, so you're conditioned to like, what's us up right Yeah. So, what you're telling them, Jack. I know, Jack. What? <laughs> Jack. I love it. Jackie Lewis is going to listen to this. He's going to be right You're going to get next week. Though. Yeah. Um, but what? To the <laughs> no, but too many J's. I'm just going to talk Um yeah, uh, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, I was talking about how I can't, I can't run throughout the day because I train at night in yeah, the cold. Yeah, I don't know. They should just put you on a contract so you can train during the day as well. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I, I'll did, I, I, the pirates just get into there. They I need to go and plunder some people and I only come to uni uh, twice a week, so yeah. I can train during the day. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, uh, up at Bribey, we had a match simulation um, during the day, and by the second quarter, I was done. Yeah. And usually in like match sims that we have at night, I'm running the entire game. Pro- yeah. Probably the next Simon Black, but yeah. then during the day, I just can't do anything. Yeah. Mm. But you're right, Griff, like 67%, 67.9% was our disposal efficiency. And the Swans were, do you know? And that was 75.5. Yeah. So they were like way above. But yeah. I think that's a key to like what the issue was with the game, right? We yeah. turn over the ball, usually in a pretty dangerous position, mm. and they'd just be streaming in numbers down the field. And it's like, no matter how good you are as a defensive unit or whatever, mm. like if you turn it over in, in the corridor or, you know, the team can get quick access to the corridor, there was one play where Papley. What was it Sam Reed kind of contested for the ball, mm. two on one, knocked it down, Papley got it, bang, straight into the corridor, and it was just like the entire field was opened up. Yeah. And, you know, what Sydney did really well is they hit all their targets and just opened us up. So when they did have, mm. you know, these small little mm. opportunities, they made us pay because they didn't, they didn't, you know, kick it slightly to the left where then it becomes a little bit contested. Mm. They were just hitting all their targets and going down the field. So, you know, if. I mean, any team's going to lose if you're kicking at that kind of, or any kind of disposal efficiency and you're turning it over all the time. I don't know if it's rust, but did you guys notice just how much Harris Andrews just couldn't take a mark? Mm. Like, he's supposed to be our intercept king, yet he just felt like he just dropped some absolute sitters. And what because he's either marking them or punching them, you know, like 20 metres in front, and that's where a lot of our you know, players sort of crumb, because he's dropping them at the feet, the Swans just seem like they're able to capitalise on those turnovers. So I just wonder if it's mm. just, you know, lack of match practice or, you know, lack of conditioning. Maybe it's the haircut, the mate. The, the, yeah, haircut, the haircut, yeah. He, might... he got rid of it. He's lost his superpowers. Oh. A bit of, uh, what was it, Solomon or something from the mm. Bible? 
<laughs> definitely. Like Harris Andrews, still one of my favorite players. Oh yeah. Um, I he had a really off night. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our players did, and I think next week, um, I mean, they'll they'll do a lot better. But I think it's just like the round one jitters. Yeah. I tell you what, a good ugly, Lockie yeah. Neal kicking it back about oh. twenty meters straight oh. to a Swans player, like yeah. lace out. Like that Swans player wouldn't have asked for anything better from a Swans player. <laughs> That's, Gee whiz. Yeah. That free candy right there. Yeah. yeah. No, nah. that was real ugly. Yeah, so I guess we'll move on to uh, what grinds uh, Gris gears. What grinds my gears this week, mate? It's funny. you When I messaged you and said, oh, it's it, this week I have a, a, a bone to pick with, I guess, to put it that way, with a fine-time premiership player, did you think I meant virtual? No, nah, I didn't think you meant virtual. No, nah, because he's only four-time, isn't he? Yeah, he's four-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Joe was hoping. I was, was hoping virtual. it was virtual. Like, maybe he got that extra <laughs> I'm assuming premiership. It, is, it, is it Brereton? Brereton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mate. Is it, oh, yeah. oh, Brereton is, like, is horrible. Do we, do we get the, uh, like, the, the, the lowest rung of commentators <laughs> oh. in the Lions game? Yeah. Well, well all the commentators like that we get usually hate us, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I like to call him Permit Brereton. Mm. Brereton. Mm. <laughs> Because he used to get a lot of perms, didn't he? he yeah, still definitely. Does. Still does. Well, the reason yeah, why, like, obviously, does. yeah. Like, now, there was a lot of chatter on socials on the weekend just how bad the commentary was and how biased mm-hmm. it was. Look, I'm not too phased about that. Mm-hmm. The Swans are an upcoming team. They're really exciting to talk about. My beef, though, with, with um, Derm really is, is about his comments late in the game on Charlie Cameron. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah, so he's on the bench. Obviously, he's had a pretty crap game. Is he where he says he's sooking? Yeah. So his words were, yeah, I've got it here. Oh, you got it. You got word for word. <laughs> Mate, you got got it, you don't want to misquote. Touch, touch of the sooks is what he said. Which I, I don't know. What the, either I thought it's either you're sooking or you're not. But, mm. but I just find this a little disrespectful. Like, firstly, Charlie is playing probably the hardest position on the field. The small mm. forward. Um, he also pushed into the midfield a lot. Pushed into the midfield a bit. But, like, if anyone's watching the uh, uh, the uh, doco on uh, Amazon Prime, mm. we'll see Eddie Betts talks about this, talked about this a lot too, where uh, the coaches praised him for his defensive pressure and doing those little things right. And he says, yeah, that's all great. But unless I'm kicking goals, I'm going to get criticised. Yeah. And it's the same with Charlie Cameron. Mm. You know, like, when he has a mediocre night, it just seems like the attention goes on him more than anyone else. Now, I really think that there's a lot more other players that were worse off. Like, oh, Charlie definitely. was bad. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but he didn't do that well, but like definitely not the one who should be taking all the fire. Oh, I just I just said it was pretty weak just to, in that moment for Derm to be, you know, crit- you know, suggesting that he's sooking and then, you know, linking it to, oh, because Joe's now up forward and he's the big honcho and, and Charlie's upset about that. Come is that on. what he was saying? Yeah. You know, like, come on. I don't think Charlie Cameron is too concerned about having another big dog up forward that he can crumb to. He'd be thinking he'd be loving it. He'd be loving it. Yeah, he'd be loving it. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my beef for this week. Yeah, Derm, lift your game, mate. I think also with that, with Joe Danaher (laughs) up forward, Hipwood is just trying to adapt to it because he was also our big marking forward, I guess you could say. They were all just missing. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. Hippie was pretty bad. A lot of people on, like, Facebook and I... On, and all that was like drop Hitwood, just like <sighs> drop, drop Hitwood. Yeah, I Jeez, don't. Why do people always yeah. getting on the bandwagon? Yeah. Just like Def ring taxes. in a million changes. Yeah, you know, deaf taxes and criticizing Hitwood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens at the start of every season. Yeah, and then he'll come out and he'll kick six goals in a game, and and we'll be like, oh, that's that's why we like Hitwood. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't see the point in dropping Hitwood. <laughs> like he just needs to have a good run; he'll be fine. I like think he'll, he'll kick, to give time, yeah, he'll time. kick 10 next week or something, and then people will be like, oh, we love Hitwood, he's the best forward in our, mm. in our forward line, put down a her centre-half forward. Yeah. And, and he'd be, I think, he's only still 21, 22. Oh, yeah, he's like you know, 20, he's super 23, young. Yeah. yeah, he's super young. Yeah. You yeah, know, but, where Joe's 26, 27. So he's got five, six years, so you can see the potential what Hippie could be. But in saying that, Hippie is a much different player, and the game, the game style on the weekend did not seat Hippie. So, I think... With that as well, what I was reading something up about it, uh, you can see a lot of our players are just trying to kick it in, hoping for Danaher. And usually we used, we used to work the ball really nicely into our forward line. A lot of the time we just banged it in, hoping that Danaher would be there. Yeah, yeah. it's a tactic I think we've been using for the last couple of years, but you're right. They needed to probably get away and realise that it wasn't working mm-hmm. and they didn't, um, re- they didn't adjust... A bit of frustration as well. Yeah, where the Swans were the complete opposite. They hardly mm. banged it in. So that's why you know, um, Harris Andrew wasn't effective at mm. all. Like you said last week, the tallest forward was like, what, 194, 193? <sighs> oh, yeah, it wasn't. Like, who was it? Sam Reed. Sam Reed, Sam yeah. Reed, you know. Um, Harris bet- Andrews is 200 
Yeah. Two hundred, I think. Yeah. I think he's flat two hundred. Mm. But the delivery to side fifty was amazing. Yeah, they, yeah. they the, were beautiful going the, in. The, like Twenty three, yeah. The silky um, swans side fifty. Mm. Yeah. And none of them looked contested. Nah. From what I saw, somebody would be like, you know, wide open and just. That's the thing. It wasn't a contested game, like yeah. in terms of you know contested marking well, game. So. Yeah, but like their um, disposals were up. I don't know. It was quite a bit up fifty or something. And they also had more tackles than us. Mm, they had more That's ball and yeah. more tackles. So. Yeah. I think you know. uh, before we move on to like what we can do to get back on track, let's talk about something positive. The AFLW, another win for the women. Yeah, no, and they played really well. Their first game at the Gabba as well. Yeah, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? They, yeah. I thought they'd set the tone for the night. but <laughs> Yeah, I thought they would, um, you know, they they done really well. They were up and about and I'm like, oh, the men will do this as well. I can't wait. Yeah. And then, yeah, first half turned it off. Nah, they're, they're a good team, aren't they? Mm. They could go all the way. They probably should go all the way too, I reckon. They're I think good. this this is the year for them. Yeah, Adelaide's probably the, the biggest hurdle, I think. But I mean, yeah. we Collingwood were up there as well with us to be premiers, and we beat them. So. Mm. Yeah, convincingly too. Yeah. It was their uh, first game at the Gabba too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. I and yeah. the and their first time fantastic. against uh, North Melbourne as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because like, they had the whole conference system oh, last course, season, yeah. so they didn't actually come up against North Melbourne. Mm. So yeah. it was like the first time they actually played against each other. Mm. And Katie Ashmore used to be an old Lion player. Yeah, yeah, she was a former player. Yeah, so. There's another one, I forgot who it was. I think it was Randall. She used to play for the Lions as well. Uh, yeah, I thought they'd done, they done really well. No, nah, they're, they're good. Yeah. It, so everything pointed to being a good night at the Gabbard, mm. but um, yeah, obviously the men just uh, let us down a bit, didn't they? Yeah. So. <laughs> it's not quite there. So, yeah, I thought we'd touch on the AFLW a bit, just because they are doing really well and they do deserve a bit of uh, recognition for that. They're not like putting teams away, though. That's my only thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like last couple of minutes, they always got the teams like kind of sniffing around yeah. still. In the first half, they kick one goal eight. Yeah, so they just yeah. need to get a bit more accurate. But I reckon... Um, they're in a good spot, and it's good mm. resilience that they're winning these tight ones. Like they're yeah. just doing what needs to be done to to mm. get up. But they should definitely, you know, get a fair bit. There's more a than big head. gap between the the good teams, though, mm. and the poorer teams, isn't there? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like there's nothing happening at Gold Coast at the moment nah. in the AFLW. Yeah. Like last season, they were they were a really great side, and like they were they were always they had a lot of pressure going into their forward fifty, and they actually they locked it in whenever they got got it behind. This season, it's just no effort nah. from them. Okay, and uh, that's what I, that, that's the difference between a top side like Brisbane and bottom of the table Gold Coast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to uh, yeah. We lost. What can we do to get back on track? Do you want to start off, Benny, or you want me to? Uh... No, you ripping Griff. Okay, you want me to rip in? Okay, so well, as I said to start, I think everyone needs to really take a chill pill. We need to take a deep breath. We need to realize just one game. Just one, it's game. one game. But I'm going to tell you why. It's in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. So off the. Uh, I did some research, as I do. Oh, uh, yeah, we so love research. Of all the games on the weekend, we had, in terms of our uh, scoring, we were actually, the, the, in terms of losing teams, we had the highest uh, score. Now, of Mate, all... is that the ultimate participation award? No. <laughs> well done, guys. You lost, but you scored the most mm. points. But of all the 18 teams, we actually scored, we had to kick the fifth highest score of the whole round. Mm. So which makes mm. me think that, and, okay, so how many players do you think would you'd actually give a pass mark? Alliance players, off the top of your head. Two, maybe, three. Two or three, yeah. Two or three. Yet we still kicked nearly 100 points. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously we, defensively we were shocking. But I feel like that's something that will obviously get better and better over time. So the fact we played so poor and still kicked 14 goals, still kicked over 90 points, I really think that's a positive to look at. If we could take something from it, I reckon that's a big positive. So, mm. I mean, And then... You look at um, the Western Bulldogs. A lot of people were raving on about how well they played on Friday mm-hmm. night against Collingwood. Nine, even, I, even I did as yeah, well. No, like they had nine of their nine. Like, it's in terms of um, contributions, mm. I think nine of the, they had the top nine disposal getters of the game, mm. and yet only just beat Collingwood by less than three goals, mm. and barely kicked what 70, 70, 80 points or whatever it was. So, I think we're really going to put it in perspective. It's first round. We've got to take the positives out of what we did well <coughs> and what we can learn. And I think we could turn it around, uh, whether it's against Geelong this week or you know, the week after. Against I, Collingwood? I think we're fine. Uh, we'll be fine, yeah. I need to clear my throat. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> a good you, point, Benny? Griff. Hey? What about you, mate? What do, no, no, what do you I, think? I, no, I think it's a, a good point. Like, you can't jump to too many kind of conclusions and things. Not I think the end of the world. Part of it's a, an attitude, you know, kind of adjustment in some ways. I think just keeping, um, 
you know, keeping it positive and bringing the energy. I think that was the main thing. It's just mm. like they looked flat coming out. Mm. Um, so I don't know what it was, like why they didn't get up um, and kind of bring that energy mm. and pressure around the ball. Wasn't um, the same line side as last year, let's be real. Yeah, but it's like how many months later mm. and like, you know, it's a whole new year. So you got to bring mm. it every year that you're, you're kind of going out. But I wonder if like, um, you know, I think I was talking in the commentary, like whether or not they need to taper back like some of the attacking style footy to kind of plug up the defensive end. Yeah. Maybe. Or if it's just a, you know, kind of flash in the pan, you know, let's keep going. I think I think Fags will back in the game plan and structures that they've got. Yeah. Um, I think he was saying in the um the post match that they're obviously not happy with execution. Yeah. So mm. it's like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, mm. well, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Um and I think, you know, in a couple of weeks we'll be able to tell, I think, a bit better as to how things are tracking and yeah, after a few weeks, I think we'll find where we're, where we're going to sit on the ladder. Yeah. Whether that's top eight or mid-table, who knows? Yeah. I think when I was watching the game the other day, like thinking of like Harry Sharp, right? Because he was a bit mm. out of left field getting mm. selected. You know, I was listening to the Raw Deal this morning even when they were talking about it and they were saying, you know, Eli Smith or Reese Matheson were kind of like the ones they were thinking were really vying for the position. Mm. I'm actually going to talk about uh, Eli Smith in a minute. Yeah. Well, I thought that Harry Sharp looked a little bit lost mm. on the weekend in the mm. parts where I saw him. Like his work rate was like really good and he was getting around the ga- ground, but he just like looked... Like, Looked like a bit out of place. Yeah, well, no, he's just he's still just adjusting to the pace mm. of the AFL. And so whether or not it was like the right time to bring him in just yet, I don't know. But I also hope that in saying that, that we back him in for at least another couple mm. of weeks um, rather than it being like a one and done. Because mm. I'm like, well, what, what effect's that going to have on his kind of like confidence and, you know, moving mm. forward kind of in the profession? Because I'd hate to see him, oh, you got one guy, I, you know, go back and work on it. Like Cam Rain is a good example of that as well. When he first uh, started for us, he wasn't that great in his first year, but he kept assisting with him and he eventually got pretty good. Yeah. I and think then, the only thing is that he's just so young though. Yeah. He's like, still, I think they've seen some real key yeah. attributes that they reckon mm. is going to be damaging. Mm. Like he's mm. super quick yeah. in this new, um, going back to 20, 20 minute quarters. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, what was the other thing? The standing on the mark rule you're talking about? Uh, you're standing on the mark oh, a little the, bit. Yeah, lower the interchange. Lower the interchange. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon they've just been like, this guy's an endurance king. Yeah. yeah. He's super quick. He's footy smart as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's played footy all his yeah. life. So mm. he's like pretty switched on. And I reckon they're just like, we need that. Because mm. I think they're looking like their games have been going over 130 minutes. So like they're really long games. Mm. And so I think they're looking at, well, we, we really need some endurance and stuff like mm. that in the team. One thing I thought we missed a bit of was that um, that dare coming out of half, uh, out of our back line, out of mm. half back. I just feel like we didn't really take that option into the corridor that often. Mm. And there was a few times when we did, it didn't work out. And maybe we went in our shell a little bit and mm. just kept going down the line, whether it was because Joey was a target but I just felt like we didn't have that dare, which makes me bring up another point about maybe we should be looking at a bit of a positional swap mm. because we have Lester, Birchill, Rich, all these players down back, Archie, um, they're solid, mm-hmm. but they're not super quick and they're not damaging in terms of their run. Now, Kitty Coleman, when he was playing in our resis a couple of years ago, what stood out for me was when I watched in the highlights and that is his run off half back. It reminded me a lot of Adam Saad, you know, and how he and with the way the game is now, I really feel like if we can get him down back, get him just like, hey, we just want you to run out there and just you know take the game on. I really think it might change a bit of that dynamic and that you know give us a bit more. Um, um, so we're not so uh, predictable, I guess, going out of um, half back and, and where our kicks are going. Is that where Zach Bailey used to play that position? Yeah, he used to play anyway. Zach, yeah. um, they tried to play Archie in that position, but now I feel like he's more of a, a lockdown sort of defender. Mm. Um, yeah. They just but, haven't been able to find today. Eh? Yeah. I think we all know who I think should be in that half-back role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noah Answorth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't know even yeah. where he's at at the moment, do yeah, we? Yeah, so. he's being tested through like, injury and all that. But when he, when he was playing for us off that half-back line, his second efforts were second to none. He's gutsy, but will he be able to? Would he? Is he fast enough and quick enough that he can break through lines? And, I, I think he could, but like yeah. obviously, got to see a bit more of it. Yeah, he, he didn't. He's played a good amount of string of games for us, but I think we need a bit more just to like decide whether he is that that player for us. Yeah, but he did knock Wiverton out of the side quite a lot when he was at the Lions. 
And yeah, and starch and and starch, yeah, yeah. yeah those two. But I just I don't know. I like um like Kitty Kitty played all right the weekend. Mm. Like again, he hasn't been spectacular mm. or anything like that. Uh, he has provides a lot of great defensive pressure up forward, which I know fags love, and that's how we pride ourselves on a bit. But I'd just be really uh, I'd love to see him down back and see um what he can provide there. And is he looking at missing weeks, Kitty? Because he's injured. Is he? Yeah. Well, on the little um. Not on the app when they've got the people. He's got injured under his name. So I don't know if he was an injury coming out. I of didn't. It. I didn't see. I don't remember him getting injured. Yeah. I don't remember half the game anyway. So because actually, I may remind me that was one good. Because yeah. we didn't get any injuries, mm. but anyway, maybe we did. I think someone we know, really missed. Nil. Maybe they just did a typo on it. Uh, I think someone we really missed in that backline was Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully he'll be back either this week or next week. Um, He's still got a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, to go okay. before he's cleared. But yeah. definitely I think we've been missing him for um, the last couple of weeks, even against like the Suns and all that. So you don't – do you think this was just a bad game for Jack Payne or you just don't think it's – you know? Well, I, I, I like Payne yeah. quite a lot. I think like, when he played against uh, – was it Geelong in the, in the when he had to replace Harris Andrews? Uh, what, last year? Or last year, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, he came in replace- for that Richmond game. Well, he, he was yeah, and he, we retained him for Geelong against then, yeah. yeah. So where, he, he where came he in yeah. He came in because Harris Andrews got injured and he got like yeah, what, he got was that it four five, or five weeks yeah four or five yeah. intercept marks in the first quarter yeah. I, I there's a lot of potential in him. I just think like um the whole backline was a bit um bit underperforming. I think we just pinned the blame on him quite a bit because he was a, a lot more noticeable making errors. Seemed like there was a lot of mismatches too. Just every yeah. time the ball just Definitely. come flying in, because mm. yeah. it was like, oh, why is Birchall on? Yeah. You know, well, there was McDonald's also and... I, I had in my notes around like we weren't getting the timing right in defence as to like when to leave your man and mm. and go and you know because they were getting overlaps and stuff yeah. like that, and it'd be like we'd leave it too late to go and try and mm. you know get the ball runner that was coming out. And then they just pop it straight over your head, and it's just yeah. like an uncontested possession. Yeah. So I don't know if the timing was out or if we we're just all off, but like that was noticeable. I don't know if like Rich got caught in it a couple of times. Can't oh, remember who it was. He definitely did. Oh. But you, yeah. but you saw it, and it was like, well, what was the point of that? You might as well just kind of running with your bloke that's going into fifty, like uncontested. Yeah. Um, they, 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 yeah I think the Richmond obviously are on about this, aren't they? About this whole structure, this team structure, and mm-hmm. we play the system. And I think the Lions are trying to do the same thing, but when the system breaks down. It breaks down pretty badly, mm. and oh, yeah. I don't think they had a sort of plan B uh, on Saturday night. So yeah, I think they'll be, I think they'll be better matched against Geelong than that they were against the Swans. So definitely, yeah. I tell you what, before we move on though, I've got my own segment, Joe. It's called the Zoo, right? I expect oh. some kind of zoo noises Ooh. leading this nice. in. Nice. Yep. Some right. monkeys and Wait, Oh, she told me this. And... I would have got something prepared. No, that's all right. You can do it in the post-match, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it, I'll post, do it in post. Post-game uh, editing. No, but the zoo says any players that didn't get a disposal in a quarter, right? They oh. were just caged up. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. So, I actually quite like this segment. Let's yeah. go. First quarter, there was no one. Thank goodness. Oh, okay. Played reasonably well. Second oh, we don't quarter, want the first quarter. Ryan Lester didn't touch the ball. Third quarter. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I actually think that's not a bad thing. Yeah, a defender <laughs> not getting a disposal is probably good. Yeah, especially Ryan. I don't think he's in the team for his, uh, his disposal. Yeah. Right? Um, but then Joey Danaher and Harris Andrews didn't touch it in the third quarter. Just two players. I thought there'd be a few more no. that might oh, not have well, touched it. Then the we fourth... got absolutely obliterated in that third quarter. Well, yeah. the ball never went down our end, though, yeah. did it? No, but nah. like Harris Andrews should have been touching the ball, surely. Yeah, he should have touched it. And then fourth quarter, times. you had Ryan Lester and Harris Andrews didn't touch the ball. I think with like Harris Andrews, that's definitely something like on the Swans end. Like they know he's going to be that defender. They're probably like avoiding a player near near Harris Andrews and just going right over him. Yeah, yeah. But when his role is like, but if they're playing like that, mm. that almost plays into our hands in yeah, some respect w- because uh, then but we just didn't take to... advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. So I don't reckon they would have been doing it too much. I think yeah. it's just probably more indicative part that we just couldn't stop the ball at all. Like yeah. Harris's job to come across and get mm. intercepts and all that, and he's not even just marking it and hand passing it off to somebody. I like this segment. Yeah. Well, hopefully there's not about. too many people in yeah. the zoo each week. Hopefully next week everyone touches the footy. Mm. Well, just a quick uh, interesting set I actually heard this morning as well. Lockie Neal only had one tackle for the game. In round really? one last year, he had 10. Mm. So Indicative yeah. of the pressure. Uh, uh, that's us all speechless there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Griff, Griff, yeah, Griff didn't uh, do it, but I was just expecting you then to like just drop drop the mic. Drop the mic. Mate. 
It's well, just I like don't, I think it's connected. So oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can yeah, I wouldn't take it off. <laughs> <laughs> that would go well, no, Spencer. Griff's been dropping your mic. Oh, I'd be in big trouble if that happened. But yeah, I think we should uh, move on to our Geelong preview for next week. Uh, what I put down here, I uh, will give our thoughts on the game against Geelong and uh, kind of like uh, if we need a drop anyone, anyone needs to come in, someone should be given a chance or anything, now's the time to say it. Well, let's talking about zoo, <laughs> the elephant in the room. How, oh. how many how many weeks for Dangerfield? I've oh, read I mean, something. I, I read something like he was getting like two or three, two or three. Yeah. I don't David know. King's calling for four. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking something like four. Yeah. Isn't that well? How much do people usually get for that? They get a pretty hefty suspension, don't they? No, when it's, I was watching, I thought it was a pretty fair bump. Yeah, it was a fair bump. I thought that too. Yeah, but it's, yeah. but it's the impact. Yeah. They head clashed. Like, yeah, I think they're more judging it on what happened afterwards. Like if he got up, I don't yeah. think he will be talking about four weeks. Yeah, oh, of course. If not. he gets up and plays, yeah, it's nothing. But it's the thing, and this is this is how it's all structured now, the MRO and all that. So mm, yeah. Um, well, yeah. no, because like impact is almost just as important as like mm. how bad your technique and all that kind of yeah. stuff was. Like because like you said, if they didn't clash heads, which was mm. the issue, mm. then it would have been fine. But they're like, well, you opted the bump, you knocked mm. this bloke out. Like it's gone for the footy though. Well, that's right. <laughs> Initially, when I watched it, I was like, oh, geez, a bit unlucky for danger. Mm. But he did choose to bump and, mm. you know, if something happens, you pay the consequence. But mm. it also made me think, because I was watching with Lions play, how has Mitchie Robinson <laughs> never had something similar? Oh, the yeah. guy is like a spearhead. Yeah. Like, he had a pretty fair tackle against Gold Coast and they are like, no, nah, free kick. Yeah, it's a free <laughs> kick. But I'm just like, yeah. I'm surprised that he hasn't had like an accidental mm. head clash and resulted in him having to go to the MRO. Mm. So... He's going to have to be a little careful, I think, <laughs> yeah. Richie. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you go over to Geelong or anything. So we all think Danger will be out, though, on yep. Friday night. Definitely, yeah. And then when Definitely. you add in that Jeremy Cameron's not going to be back as well, mm. that's probably their two best players mm. except for so did Jeremy well, Tommy Hall. We haven't actually seen um, Jezza in that, in that lineup that much. Nah, so yeah, we, don't, got... we won't really know if he's going to actually do anything with Hawkins. Oh, I think he would have done oh, a lot, you, you, you definitely think yeah. they'd be pretty well together, oh, yeah. but it might be a case where, like with our... Uh, Tom Lynch and Rewalt when he when Tom Lynch first joined Richmond, they were always clashing. Yeah, like, yeah, but then they sorted yeah. it out. It's they just sorted like a teething thing. They got to work out. Yeah, the, the I think that's the same with Danaher and Hitwood quite a bit. But, but Geelong were like yeah. obviously lines were too, but Geelong were really bad mm. against Adelaide. Like really bad. Like they were just as listless as the lines were. Mm. Um, so they're going to be pretty hungry as well to bounce back. This is I reckon it's going to be a ripping game on Friday night. I'm really looking forward to it. Bit I'm looking forward to well. it. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time we played a Friday night footy game? Oh, we would have played one last year, didn't we? Um, During the back end? Not too sure. Did we play Collingwood on a Friday night? Might have been. Yeah. Not, not too sure. sure. So I don't think I don't think the whole Friday night mm. is going to worry them. Mm. I think it's the uh, when was the last time we travelled to Victoria to play? It would have been round one last year. Round one last year, yeah. yeah. So it's been over a year since we've travelled to Victoria, mm. and we're going to Geelong. What do they call it now? It's quite G-H-M-M-B-A-Z-Q-R cold this time. MBA ZQR Stadium. GMHBA. What a cattery! The cattery. Canadian Park. It's quite cold in Victoria, isn't it, at the moment? No, mate. Who knows? I wouldn't know. Weatherman. Come on, Joe. I don't know. You think it'd be pretty cold at the moment? It'll be a lot different conditions than what they played in Saturday night. Oh, definitely. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they handle the occasion. Um, and as I said, I think they, I think both teams will match up pretty well against each mm. other. So I think it's really just going to come down to who wants it more on mm. the night. I think it's a bit of a cliche. And uh, <laughs> but last time we met Geelong, uh, we, we knocked lost. us off in the prelim, yeah. eighty-two to forty-two, and we looked absolutely listless. Like yeah. we had Cam Ellis Yolman in there, and he looked like he didn't add anything to us. Yeah, um, we got beaten up around the contest and all that, and even Danger, I don't think had. A big impact. I don't think he had a big impact as well. But if there was a time to beat the Cats, it would be this Friday night. It would be this Friday, You know, yeah. with two of their best players out. It would be they, a great confidence boost as well. It would be huge. And that's the thing, you know, like we're talking about the Sydney game and everyone's, you know, going on about how pathetic we were and, you know, mm. it's gonna be not going to be the same season as what we had last two years. But we win on Friday night. We quickly forget that's yeah. game, don't we? We'll forget mm-hmm. that. And you'll see everyone on Facebook and all that be like, oh, we love the Lions. We're, we're so good. <laughs> Who's I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it. If we lose on Friday night, what's the reaction going to be? Again, like cancelling my membership. <laughs> I, I, I hate reckon, that, eh? I yeah. hate when people talk like that, eh? Yeah. So I, 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 my prediction, if we lose, it's going to be so many people saying, I'm throwing away my membership, burning it, putting it in a microwave, yeah. all that kind of stuff, flushing it down the toilet. 
That's such a Brisbane thing. Yeah, it is. No, that's a, that's a yeah. That's, a, that's an AFL question. No, everyone says that. Eh? Yeah. You know, Richmond but, lose one game last season, and people are like, "Oh, I'm from where my membership. We should be undefeated." So the stat currently <laughs> that they're coming out with is that um, over the last decade, uh, only five teams that have gone zero and two the start of the year have only gone on to uh, make the finals. Mm. And there's about I think there's been fifty or sixty odds. So. Mm. So it's when you. That's pretty scary to think if we go on to the likelihood is we won't make the top eight. When mm. I think everyone's expectations were at least top four. But if you remember a couple of years ago, Sydney started the season like zero and four or something, zero and six, and they had still made finals made that finals. year. Yeah. yeah, but and I think the other thing was is that no one's ever started zero and two and won the premiership. Mm. So oh, definitely mm. not. So there's a lot riding on this game. Um, mm. But yeah, do we do we think there'll be many changes? I hope Eli Smith makes the side. Just to give him a bit of a chance, because I think like in that midfield we need someone because he he looks like he's ready to he's determined to go. So who's coming out? If anyone, I'd probably take out Archie. I don't think he really gave much on the weekend. And like a lot, yeah. But I think structurally, I don't know if Archie would be a good replacement for him. Yeah, yeah. I just don't feel like uh, he's he's the most replaceable player. I think because he can. We can get like another defender. Move someone back down. We can move someone back or Kitty Coleman. Yeah. Get him Moving back. Like you said earlier, his run-up half back, yeah. Get him down there. When he's like, in, he's Archie, I think, is one of the most replaceable players in that lineup. I reckon Fags really rates him. Mm. Oh, So I don't reckon he's... Yeah. He rates him, but like, from, as a armchair supporter, um, I don't like him. <laughs> you don't like many we, yeah, yeah, do we have, I don't like many of them. Joe Durant hit list. We need a rebuild. <laughs> Joe Durant hit list. Oh, that should be a new segment, Joe Durant's hit list. But Eli's, uh, uh, I wanted Eli in the round one team. Mm. Uh, and for people that don't know, he actually um, had a fent- He only played half of the uh, VFL game on the weekend, mm. practice match against Aspley. Um, make of that as you will. But I guess Aspley. Aspley. Well, Aspley, are one, uh, Aspley are one of the teams in the, uh, yeah, the new Aspley VFL. Aspley and Southport are the only non-AFL yeah. teams. What? From Queensland, yeah. In the VFL? Yeah, yeah. yeah. VFL. Apparently, it starts for it's Victorian a, Football League. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> bit of a merger, but... Aspl- well, I just thought they would have just had, like, the Lions. Like, so they've got Aspley. Yeah. Aspley, Southport, yeah. Yeah. And like, then the Lions... Like combined? No, uh, no. No, not combined. Separate. They're just in there. Yeah. So just Aspley is in the VFL. Aspley, yeah. Southport, the Lions, and Suns. Someone who's beat Aspley, I think I can make Neefel now. Oh, VFL, sorry. <laughs> and no, then you got I knew, I knew, like, I thought the Lions and, like, Swan, uh, Suns re- Reserves yeah. were in there. They're in there. But I didn't realise it was, yeah. like, Aspley and Southport, Aspley. too. Hopefully yeah. we've got some Aspley listeners. They're just like, hey, yeah. we deserve to be there. Go Hornets. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're I, Hornets, are they? Or Wasps? Uh, wasps. No, they're Wasps. Yeah. Or Hornet, <laughs> Hornets. I, think, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, thing, it's been a while since I played against them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I beat them in under 14, so <laughs> I think I'm a VFL player now. I think I'm good enough. <laughs> well, so Eli kicked um, three goals and apparently dominated the first mm. half, and then they pulled him out. So I don't know if that was he was only supposed to play a half a game, mm. or they just said, "Hey, look." Was he playing on the wing? I'm not sure. So I'm only going on what the f- comments say on Facebook. Yeah, so. I haven't really seen much of it, but yeah. he look. I think he's ready for for the AFL. He's, he's been waiting quite a while for, for like to actually get in, get out there. Yeah, he's been waiting such a long time. I think it's time. I wonder if they'll, like, I know I was talking before about Harry Sharp, but I wonder if they dropped Harry Sharp and put him in. Just for, like, the bigger body. I know they were worried about that with um, Geelong. And Eli mm. Smith is, like, he's a man. Yeah. I'll just call his teacher, tell him that he can't play. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sorry, Harry Sharp can't play this weekend. He has his assignments to do. Yeah. It'd be a big stage for Harry, though, eh? Mm. Friday night. GMHBA yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Well, it's going to be pretty hostile down there. Yeah. 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 So they're 50% or 75%. I think it's 75% now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there'll be, what, is that 30,000 for that yeah. stadium? So, yeah, it's going to be a daunting task. It'll be hard for him, but I reckon Eli Smith is ready to take the next step and start, yeah. and start playing for us. So I think we should finally head on to our final segment here our top three players of the week. Griff, I'll, I'll get you to start with this one. You want me to start, eh, I'll start. Mate? I'll get you to start this week. Uh, well, I think uh, all of us, do we all have Zach Bailey for yep. three? Zach Benny, Bailey. Zach Bailey? I did not. Oh, you did no? not? No. Okay. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Explain. I need a pen. I need a pen. No, wait. I, I had, I had Zorko. <laughs> oh, can someone? Zorks? Yeah. yeah can I someone thought, pass me a pen, please? <laughs> I, thought, I thought around the ground he played all right. <clears throat> the only thing is, like, I would like to grill Zorks a little bit because I thought that, you know, as the captain and... I'm not really a Zorks fan, to be honest. Really? Because, yeah, I just reckon... I think around the ground, he's great. Like, he's a good player. But I'm a little bit, like, iffy on the, the leadership and role modelling stuff. Like, he was losing it left, right and centre, just giving away, like, poor free kicks. Um, 
I saw like he got a there was a free that was was reversed in the fourth quarter. He had like a brain fart in the third. Like it'll be just like high high contact or something. He'd be turning around like having a bit of a you know getting all upset about it. Yeah. Got, I, I couldn't disagree with you more, man. Yeah. Honestly, I I like the passion mm-hmm. and I. And also, I think Zorks backs it up. Yeah, 19 pressure acts on the weekend, which is pretty high compared to anyone else. Mate, I'm giving him three more. points, Griff. Sorry? But I said I'm giving him his three points. You are. That's I think I mean, he's and a great you're roasting him. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> no, because this is like an intangible bit, right? Yeah. And, and I just think Zorks does it too often. Like, you think I've got it etched in my memory, him and Talk Miller and the Gold Coast, and him getting up, getting him in his face after mm. the match and being like, yeah, good game, mate, or whatever it was. Yeah, and I was yeah, just yeah, like, that's poor form, in my opinion. And I just don't mm. think it's good enough from a captain. Mm. And I reckon when he was there doing like high tackles or like little cheap shots and stuff on the weekend, I was just like, nah, there's no place for that. Because everyone's watching him, right? Mm. Everyone on the field would be like, oh, captain's doing this. He's losing his mind because we're losing mm. it. And he needs to find a more constructive way to rip in and get the boys mm. motivated than doing like stupid little acts. The, have you ever seen the movie Remember the Titans? Yep. Yeah. Of course. So my favorite quote in that is, attitude reflects leadership. Yeah. So that's exactly what I think you're talking about there. Is that, you know, yeah. that is. I think, that's, I think that's the And you can call me Denzel analogy. now. Sorry? <laughs> you can call me Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I wish I looked like you, Ryan sorry. Gosling, but anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry to get off track again. But like, Zorko oh, okay. Deadset has a doppelganger. Because I was watching yeah. at one point, I think I was sipping my cup of tea, probably drinking a green tea. Look up, Zorks is there. And I was like, gee, where's. That's Grant Denya. <laughs> Legit. I actually ran into Zorko on the streets yeah. on my way to Gabba. Did you say, good on you, Grant. Love Sunrise. <laughs> He's not on Sunrise anymore. No, it's your family sunrise. feud. Oh, oh my God. You know, anyway. I was talking about a doppelganger with you the other week um, with Starch. What, yeah, what's the yeah. actor called that he looks, um, I think he looks like? I forgot. Oh, I'll be honest, I forgot. The one but that plays Thanos. In, um, oh, Josh Brolin. Josh Bo- I yeah. think he looks exactly like him. Yeah, I remember it now. Comes yeah. back, came back to me. The Raw yeah. Deal were doing a um, like a movie poster yeah. of the yeah. you know people we thought they looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So I also put Bailey for three sorry, points. We're not topic. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I put Bailey on uh, three points as well. Yeah. Uh, number two, I actually had uh, Jared Lyons. Uh, yeah, Lyons. Twenty-eight disposals, fifteen contested possessions, six clearances, and a goal. Statistically, played pretty well. Uh, I still reckon um, he gets uh, found out with his defensive running back, but um, I, I think he um, he was one of the few that probably stood up when uh, mm. it, it, the game looked like it was. He always does. He's always consistent. Yeah. Even yeah. if he has like a bad game, he still doesn't have a he doesn't have like a bad game. Yeah. It's just he's just a bit lower than, than usual, mm. but like he's always consistent, and and I think he's probably one of our best midfielders. So who's your two? Yeah, who have you got for two points, Joe? For me, yeah. I put Zorks as well. You, you got Zorks? Yeah, okay. I put Zorks for two. I have Bailey for my two. I Bailey, my yeah, okay. Griff's yeah. looking at me like, yeah. you can't give him the three and the two, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just forgot. And then roast him again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll roast Bailey now. No. Uh, and last one, it's funny. When I was actually writing it, I actually accidentally wrote Eli Smith. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mate, might as well. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> that seat was and the warmest in the Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I tossed up between Zorks. I tossed up with uh, Link McCarthy. I thought mm-hmm. Link, Link played pretty McCarthy, well. I, I actually had McCarthy for one. Yeah, you had one. Okay. McCarthy so, for one, What did you tell yeah. us about Link's? What did you impress you about Link? I just think, like, you know, his, his forward pressure was, in the first half at least, was great. Mm. And I think he was he was involved in the first three goals at the start. Yeah. He was, like, he was involved a lot with them. And I just think he he didn't have a bad game, but, like, he obviously didn't wasn't a standout. But I think he does. He is deserving of a point. Okay. Well, when in doubt, I'll go with Joe. So I thought Joey. Joe, I thought Joe Danaher deserved a point. Uh, like on the scoreboard, probably didn't hit it uh, as much as um, we would have hoped. But I just don't think the condition suited him that well. The delivery what inside fifty. What is this rubbish? I honestly, I think oh, it plays. I'll still a- give him point. The yeah. conditions didn't suit him that well. <laughs> it's you know, a bit it's I'm going to get three to Zorks, but I'm just going to uh, give, <laughs> him, a, give, give him a back slap on the way for him. Nah. Well, what, what's, his, what's his job, mate? And you're giving him a... What did he kick? He did kicked you one put, goal, didn't he? He gave him a target, and uh, and uh, that was the main thing. <laughs> no, we still need to get this like whiteboard for a leaderboard back here. We haven't got that yet. Oh, that's all right. I've got Jared Lyons. Put him down. Lyons, one, one point. Did yeah. you even have that originally? He just... Because I uh, sold no, it you to made you. such a convincing uh, argument. Go. I did have I had, I had Jared Berry, and I was yeah. like, I don't know. Look, Jared ah, Berry no. again. I don't know what it is, no. mate. I don't know what it is. Maybe no. every time I look at the TV, Jared Berry's doing something exciting. Yeah. So Ben put three for Zorko, two for Bailey, one for Lions. Yeah. I put three for Bailey, two for Zorks, one for McCarthy, and Griff put three for Bailey, two for Lions, and one for Danaher. Yeah. 
That's a pretty pretty good list there. I'll, I'll I count like that up Barry later. Was better than Danaher, mate. Nah. I, I think uh, that's something else <laughs> we could probably talk about. <laughs> yeah, he's got more upside. Clugger and Barry. Upside, yeah. I don't think Clugger and Barry had that great of a game. I thought Clugger was pretty bad. He was, uh, yeah. He got he got um, roasted a little bit in the mm. commentary too, didn't he? Did, he? Uh, well, it's because you expect so much more of him, I guess. Yeah. I think I just, it's, it's kind of the same with, like I guess, the Charlie Cameron. Like, Maybe because they're, they're probably the only players that Dermot Broden knows. He's <laughs> yeah. like, Charlie Cameron, you know, it's all Danaher. Danaher. And he, he'd be the only ones that he's mentioning. Right, he's like, which I don't players know came from Melbourne are. that I know? All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So I guess that we can end it off right there. I think we had a pretty pretty decent run tonight. Yeah, it would have been nice to be talking about a win, but um, at least there's yeah. lots of um, questions going forward and uh, it'll be exciting how they can turn it around. Uh, any final words before we end off? Not from me. What about you, Benny? Peace be with you. Anyone else you want to have a crack at before we go? I don't know, mate. Okay. Oh, fan. yeah. <laughs> Hickey versus Big O. Mate, this is a big gap. We spoke mm. about it in one of the preseason thingies. Yep. Big O, that's that's a big question mark, to be mm. honest. Like mm. that ruck, because I reckon he was dominated by Hickey. Oh, I, did, I wrote it down in here. For, uh, we need to talk about Martin. Steph in his Steph game. Martin, yeah. Well, you've got 10 seconds. Go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we really miss Steph Martin. Please come back. <laughs> All right, good. Nice rap, guy. I actually think the Rucks will be uh, less influential this year than what they previously oh, yeah, were. So I don't think it's as big of a deal now than what I thought two weeks ago. So I think it'll be all right. Mm, okay. Now, right. judging by the weekend, I just don't think uh, uh, the Ruckman play as much of a, a big role. Mm. And I think actually some teams might even try to look at uh, playing smallish, more mobile sort Small of Ruckman. Ball. Yeah, My man. time to shine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very good. Anyways, big ball, Griff. Yeah, sorry. So. That's the end of the uh, the main event this week. Make sure you uh, go follow our Instagram and Twitter. I'll be putting up our leaderboard for who we think is the best player this season. I think it's pretty obvious that Bailey's winning at the moment. Pretty so, obvious. Pretty obvious. Yeah. Zorks is it? Uh, Zorks is. Uh, <laughs> it will up be there. if you get your way. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to count the votes right now, but there we go. Um, yeah, so make sure you go over to our social media over there and interact with us, see what you guys think. Um, my friend actually put um, the link to our podcast onto Mitch Robinson's uh, Reddit. Oh, great. And uh, he liked it. <laughs> After so, I gave him a bake last week. <laughs> uh, he liked my friend's comment on it. So oh, there, you, there go. you go. Well, um, he's welcome to come anytime. Robbo, we know you're listening. Please come on. <laughs> he, how many commits has he got? He was on Sunrise last week. He's on SEN and got his own. So just he's add him. A, things going on radio as well. Yeah. Uh, I think he announced that earlier as well. But yeah, yeah, we're rambling on a bit. We'll end it off right there. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Go Lions. <laughs>